WSUN HD2, Holiday Tampa, St. Pete. Live from the Weathertight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for It's Okay, It's Not Okay. Now, on Drew Garabo Live. Would you believe that this song joins all the other musical rejoins from today in songs that peaked at number two on the U.S. pop charts? I never meant to cause you any sorrow. Now, don't cry for Prince. Same year, 1984, When Doves Cry and Let's Go Crazy from the same album hit number one, but his signature ballad peaked in second place. Yeah, and it's lucky he even made it to number two. I heard Prince uh, thank Dusty Rhodes for using this as his theme song at Starcade 84, and that's what got him over the hump from number four to number two. So you're welcome, Prince. Dusty used this for his walk-up music at Starcade? Yeah. Dude, it's one of the coolest videos you could have. Dude, he's in all purple, and the, the lights are purple, and it's the weirdest thing, but it just feels so right. Tell if you're trolling me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Starcade 84. All right. I you, probably watched it. Look at the YouTube or whatever you get a chance. Two R's in Starcade, right? Nope. Today I learned that at Starcade 84, Dusty Rhodes used Purple Rain. Doesn't really bring the heat of your uh, normal entrance music, but, but I bet it still popped the crowd. Oh my gosh! This is one of the best entrances ever. There was an energy, an aura in the room. Dude, only because I know you're in the know. How monumental would it be? If Cody Rhodes returned to WWE at WrestleMania to Purple Rain, the song that his dad came to the ring at for Starcade 84. That'd be badass. Uh, congrats to Drake Maverick, who I heard was offered a position back in the WWE. Oh, man. Are you... What's going on? I follow too many wrestling people on Seriously, Twitter now. If you live in if you live in Tampa and you know a bunch of people, there's going to be wrestling news on your timeline. I know. Can't avoid it. He's been fired like three times. I, I mean, know. I love the dude. Spud. A Wells Fargo executive has said that drug testing for marijuana is causing a shortage of truck drivers. As more states move to legalize cannabis, standards for drug testing to truckers have become more stringent. As of December, over 60,000 truckers Oh my goodness. Have been temporarily taken off the road for popping positive for pot use. Oh man. Is it okay or not okay to test truck drivers for weed? You when you test them for weed, you can't tell whether or not they are driving right. while high. You can just tell whether they've used weed in the last 30 days or so. This is causing shortages of stuff that we want on our shelves. But 
when it comes to safety on the roadway, as much as we like to say, I drive better when I'm stoned, bro, you don't. Your reaction time is impaired, allegedly. So is it okay or not okay to continue testing truck drivers for the Mary Jane? I'm going to say it is not okay. And and, and because things keep progressing in such a good manner, from my perspective, with the plan, and you've got so many states getting on board, and I, and I think for some it's, it's, it's hard because – Alcohol is never going to be talked about like a medicine. Right. So, so it's really hard to say you want the same standards because in a state like Florida, you have to have a prescription to even get it. But let's just say in those recreational states, in, in those instances, it's being held somewhat in a similar regard as, as alcohol. You can go out and you're, you could literally have a pint of vodka in your cup holder every day of the week and driving around blasted off your ass and nothing would ever prove that unless you got caught. So I just think that somehow you testing positive for pot is is proof or or might show that you're going to drive high on pot just isn't right. And until we start testing everybody along the way for alcohol, which I don't think we should do, it's just completely it's completely unfair. And where is the balance of of shortages? And I'm not saying, you know, just I said how I feel, and I stand by that. Balance that with the fact there are a lot of bare shelves out there that yeah. we're being told have to do with the with the shortage of truckers. So when when do you bend a little bit on a thing that is actually legal in a bunch of states for the betterment of the entire United States? It's a great question. I think our number one priority should be getting stuff back on our shelves. And if that means becoming a little bit more lax rather than stringent on marijuana testing policies for the time being, so be it. If you're driving impaired and you're driving poorly, you're going to get pulled over and you're going to get ticketed and you're probably going to lose your trucking job. We'd love to hear from some truckers on this one, too. Well, yeah, and, and I would be curious about, you know, into that gray area of medicine or, you know, however we want to frame it. I Driving all day, even if you're in your own car, uh, sometimes you may be tired, but sometimes when you get done driving all day, there's like this buzz in your body. And yeah. I'm sure when you're a trucker, you've got to be hyper-focused and... and I mean, telling me smoking a joint after being on the road for 32 oh, hours man. doesn't sound amazing. And and these people who we often call and I believe are the backbone of America, they can't smoke a freaking joint after delivering goods all day. Like what? Right. On. Like we're trusting them out there with these 18 wheel death yeah. machines. Why don't we just trust them not to get high while they're driving? Well, let me ask you this. And, and not that it matters exactly. Do you think that a person is more dangerous drunk driving or stone driving? Any impaired driving is dangerous, John. Well, I know, but if you if you had to compare, I if if you're asking me, would I rather drive next to a trucker who's yes, drunk or yes, high? Thank you. That's the question. I'd rather drive next to a trucker who's high. Right, because we just don't get the luxury of knowing when when truckers are driving drunk or even if they are big drinkers. Right. So I, I just feel that that the plant is getting unfair treatment when there could be truckers out there driving all about the road drunk, and unless they're busted, nobody would know. Hi, Drew Grab alive. Who are you? Hey, Drew, this is Mike. Hey, Mike, what's up, buddy? Ah, not much. How you doing? Uh, really good. Thank you very much. What do you think? Okay or not okay to continue testing truck drivers for weed when we got empty shelves in our stores? I definitely think it's not okay. Hmm. We should just stop this puritanical nonsense. I mean, it's it's one thing, maybe crack, cocaine. Sure. I, get, I get testing for those things, but when you're making laws across the state, pretty much that are legalizing it and yep. where we seem to be on that course and almost every state 
it's just nonsense to keep popping these people for just smoking a joint or what have you. I mean, I do not smoke myself, but to each their own, as long as you're not out on the road driving around, yeah, you know, possibly hurting people, I don't see the harm. I don't either, man. I appreciate that very much. Here's here's a detail that really is messed up. In 2022, the trucking industry implemented a law that required all truck drivers who failed the drug test to be listed on a federal database so that they would be unlikely to be hired by any other companies. Previously, drivers could theoretically move to a new company that would have no knowledge of the previous positive drug test. So not, not only are you taking away that job there, you're probably ensuring, depending on the company, that that person's not going to get a job trucking anytime soon. Yeah, that's that's heavy-handed and unfair. Hey. Hello? Hello? Oh, that sounded this like super sultry and sexy, right? I know. Is she, that what you thought? Yeah, she was like, hey. She was like, hey. But I hadn't even, like, yeah. put, I had just put her on. I mean, was, all I heard was, hey. Who are you? Hey. Hello? Hey. Hello? Hey. This is Jenna. Hi, Jenna. I can tell you firsthand, uh, my best friend is a trucker, and he got busted. 15 days after Thanksgiving, um, he smoked on Thanksgiving Day, lost his job, had to pay the fine, and he is on that SAT program. He can't find a job anywhere in Florida, had to go up to PA, and now he's um, on the road 30, 30 days out of the month, gets seven days off, and he says that they do that because they don't think the guys will be smoking when they're on the truck or, you know, driving around. Yeah. Um, When he he was here in Florida and driving, he would never smoke when he was, you know, working. Sure. But when he had a long weekend, then he would. Of course. And now he's got busted. Man, that sucks. It really does. We got to drop the demonization of this weed that can help people relax. John? And if you really want to take it to a whole next level, and it's really about being safe, it's going to cost everybody an ass load of money that they probably don't have, but then you do something to where you're testing these guys to find out if they're driving high. And I don't even know if those tests exist because weed tests are kind of unreliable and there's no time frame. You know, the, the THC often is stored in your fat. So you could have a dude and no offense, uh, you know, a large man who smoked three months ago and would still pee dirty. So yep. there's really, and I don't know the testing they're using, maybe it's more advanced, but I think to uh, stick people with, you know, if I go on vacation to Denver and for a long weekend and then I, I smoke a joint, you're telling me, you know, a month down the line, I could lose my job? That's insane. Uh, Nick on Twitter said truck companies do hair follicle tests up to 90 days. Oh, even worse. And random tests, too. Yeah, that sucks. That was, uh, so I just read about that. Uh, it's It's quarterly. It's quarterly, and if you get a ticket or there's anything else that happens, you'll get one on the spot. That is just crazy. And man. and and so they're random quarterly. So you don't have a date. It's uh, you'll get four a year essentially, and you can get prescribed it by a doctor for uh, many yeah. medical conditions. Yeah. Or you can go into a bar or whatever. You can yeah. go into a whatever you call a recreational weed house and, yeah. and buy it and, and laugh and they can make TV shows about how great it is to cook with it and get stoned off your ass, right. but you can't be a trucker and, and, and smoke a joint. What's your favorite Thanksgiving side dish, dear? You mentioned Thanksgiving and your, and your friend. Uh, green bean casserole. Oh, hell Speaking yeah. my language. Uh, you said he was your friend. <laughs> um, just, just friends? Yes. 
he ever... Yes, everyone asked that, but oh. we are best oh. friends. He no, ne- He never, never uh, took you to pound town in the back of the cab? You know what I'm saying? No. You never gave him a little road? Never. Maybe just a little road mouth love? Yeah, lots of room that's on what, that big bench seat. That's what friends do. <laughs> Not this friend. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll sound like a very good friend yeah, to me. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys, I love your show. Thank Been you. listening since day one. Oh, man, thank you so much. That means a lot. I appreciate it. I hope you have a great night. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. Drew Gobble Live, hello. Hey. Hey. Hey, this hey. is Chris. How you doing? Chris, hey. what's up, buddy? You think it's okay or not okay to continue testing truck drivers for the weed? So this is this is going to be my point. So, yes, the Department of Transportation. Also, you got to understand the FAA falls under the Department of Transportation. So I'm going to throw this out there for you. All right. So would you be okay if an aircraft technician smoked weed and then worked on your aircraft and then you flew on that? So Well, I'm not okay with a truck driver smoking weed and then driving. I'm okay with a truck driver smoking weed on the weekend uh, and then driving his truck when he's not high. So am I okay with an aircraft technician smoking weed in his downtime but not at work? Of course. Or 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 having a cocktail or after right. their shift or whatever it may be. I mean, framing the question that way would be the same as because alcohol is legal and, and they're not testing for it, are you okay with a aircraft technician being wasted and you know being drunk and working on it? Right. Absolutely. No, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. What was that Did we oh, Did no. he tap? Yeah. Did he tap out? Yep. Drew got alive. Hello. I thought we were nice. We were. I think we just poked holes in his little phone well, yeah, call too well, easily. Yeah, we did. Sorry. Hello from the 407. 607. Sorry about that. Hello. Hello? What's up, sir? Hey, uh, I'm a truck driver, and uh, the standards that uh, everybody's talking about are federal standards. They're not standards uh, dictated by the state. Okay. So do you have to abide by them? Yes. Do you think it's okay to test you for weed? Uh, I'm, I spent 20 years in the military, so I've been, before I was a truck driver, so I've been uh, drug tested for weed and everything else for uh, pretty much the last 25 years. John, have you have you uh, I don't know, you know, how close you are with the trucking community. Can you vouch for the fact that this is definitely a thing and a lot of people are losing their jobs or having to step away because of the, the stringent testing? Oh, yes, it, it's uh, so as you were talking about earlier, guys who do get popped, um, they're they're having to look far and wide to even find a job. Because they do put you on a database, and most of your uh, trucking companies will not hire you because of it. Man, you think it's fair? I know you don't smoke weed, but do you think that's fair? uh, No. I think uh, my my wife has uh, a medical marijuana card, and I firmly believe in its medical benefits. Um, And one thing we're forgetting is, uh, a lot of the trucking industry uh, is based off of the experience as a truck driver. Um, so you got these guys who are really experienced, and as they age and develop medical problems, you know, it's yeah. either take hardcore drugs right. that are going to take you out of trucking in any way, 
or smoke weed and not be a truck driver. Damn, man, that seems unfair. Thank you for your service. H- how messed up is that? I can slap a fentanyl patch on the side of my neck right. and pop a couple oxycotton and get on the on the road. And as long as it's prescribed, I'm I'm smooth sailing. But if, but if I smoked a joint at my sister's wedding a month ago, I can't drive a truck. That is ridiculous. Here's a here's something that was going through my mind, and I just found the answer for it. Uh, this was September of 2021. They stopped testing Amazon drivers. So it's just interesting in a different dynamic. Obviously, when you think of the big, when you think of the big semis, that's one thing. But these drivers are in the community. You know what I mean? They're yeah. driving around neighborhoods. They're driving in your neighborhood through crosswalks and all of that. And they're not, they're not testing them for weed. So nope. I, I do think there is, they're very similar outside of the size of the the rig. But um, but but obviously one's being tested and one isn't. Drew Grab alive. Hello, who are you? Hell yeah, Bezos. Hey, it's Don. Hey, what's up, dude? Listen, um, I used to be a truck driver. I gave up my CDL a few, about 10 years ago, and about three years ago, I got a medical card. Now, I can tell you for a fact that when I had my CDL, I had a friend who was pulled over in his personal car and was required to take a drug test in his car. Oh, man. With a CDL. So if you have a Class A CDL, you can't even – one beer puts you over the limit yeah. for drinking and driving. So. It's a federal law, like the one guy said. It is yeah. federally regulated, so federal law would have to change to change the whole drug testing policy. But honestly, the way I look at it is, as you said, the guy comes home for a week, he smokes a joint, he shouldn't have to. I don't think the guy should get in any trouble for being home for a week, smoking a joint, while he's home and then get back on the truck. And, and basically because- what they're saying right now is... It's more important to keep you from smoking weed in your downtime than it is to fill the empty shelves in the grocery stores with items that people need. Yeah, that's bull crap, personally, because I actually have a brother-in-law who drives a tractor trailer right now who is a diabetic. And he almost had to give up his CDL because he almost needed insulin. Yeah. Just insulin alone would have taken him off the truck. Man, what the hell? That sucks, dude. So the whole oxycontins? No, if you're on oxys, you have to wait till you're off of them to get on a truck. Oh, really? Even if they're prescribed? Yes. Prescribed, yes, because okay. of the high dose effect of it of the painkiller. There are certain even regular prescriptions. Uh, most antidepressants? No, CDL drivers cannot do antidepressants. Um, oh wow, mo- these people are just uh, out I mean, there I- suffering in the on the road. No wonder so hard to find yeah. truck drivers. Thank yeah. you. Uh, by the way, there's breaking Phil Mickelson news. Uh, he is now saying that the insensitive comments he made about a new Saudi golf league were taken out of context and without my consent, but he's still sorry. <laughs> he's Nobody wants to piss off the Saudis. He is supporting the formation of a new Saudi golf league, and he even said, quote, we know they killed Washington Post reporter Jamal Khashoggi and have a horrible record on human rights. They execute people over there for being gay. Knowing all of this, why would I even consider it? Because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to shape how the PGA Tour operates. This is a guy who has made tens of millions of dollars on the PGA Tour, crapping all over his moneymaker. He, dude, he stepped in it this time. He, he really gave people the impression that he was every man, and uh, he is no man. I mean, they make the women wear long sleeves in the elimination chamber, for God's sakes. How could you deal with these animals? Vince does. Drew Grab Alive, hello. Hello, is this me? Hi, it is. What's your name? 
Hey, I'm Brad. Hey, Brad. Nice to speak hey, with you today. Listen, what? nice to speak with you guys. Thank I you. love the show. Um, totally not okay to be testing these drivers. I work for a corporation that we own our own fleet of trucks and have drivers. Hell yeah. Uh, just in the state of Florida. And we, we have to lose drivers on a regular basis because of this. <sighs> now, let me say this. It's not the company doing it. It's the insurance companies. There are only a handful of insurance companies in the state of Florida that will insurance insure corporate fleets, and they're looking for excuses to get out of insuring because of the, the costs are so high. Oh. So we, we've hired a guy before. This has happened multiple times. Hire a guy, bring him in. He drives for three or four days after he took his drug test because we're waiting for the test to come back. Right. Three or four days go by. This guy's an awesome driver. He's on time. He does everything perfectly. And then after four days, we get a phone call from the company saying, uh, he failed his drug test, and we, the, the insurance company won't insure you. You have to get rid of him. Well, oh, if we can't get insurance on our trucks, then that puts us out of business. We deliver 90% of our material. So it's it really goes back to insurance companies trying to get out of insuring corporations. And the only thing I can say about the Amazon, the way they're getting away with it, is they're so big they can do third-party insurance. Or, I mean, not third-party, self-insurance. They can self-insure themselves because they're so big, oh, but regular corporations so- can't afford to self-insure themselves. Damn. So let me let me ask you this, and I'm going to walk a fine line of conspiracy. Here. It's not a fine line. I'm going to the conspiracy place. Um, have you <laughs> have you noticed the testing get stronger over the past couple years? Because that's kind of the way it's being presented. Is that in 2020? In 2020, they made this federal uh, database that that pretty much gets so other people can't find jobs. Have you noticed the tide changing for more? testing over over the past couple years I, I can't really say that because anybody we hire they automatically have to pass a test to, to stay employed with us um, there are guys that work for us that do not drive trucks that we're a little less lenient on because they don't they're not under our automobile insurance policy but as far as the drivers go that are driving our semi trucks no it's it's been that way for many many years and what's I think what's made it change is just like with homeowners insurance a lot of these insurance companies are pulling out of Florida. They got a stigmatism with Florida. Yeah. And so they're they're backing out and we've had to go through special classes and whatnot with the insurance company to talk about distracted driving and talk about marijuana use yeah. because they're afraid they're gonna they're gonna cancel us, but our broker's afraid the insurance company's gonna cancel us. No one will write us. If we don't have insurance, we don't have a business. And we've been in business thirty nine years. Oh, Jesus, man. man. Do you do you automatically so insurance? Do you automatically have to add these guys when you hire them and they pop? Do you have to add them to this database? And is this a thing that that is no. actually used? You don't oh, have to do that. Good. Yeah, we we don't we don't add anything. No, it's just it's just our insurance company saying you can't you can't have them. Now, does that mean the insurance company doesn't go and add them? They may, right? But we don't have to do that. That good. that goes beyond us. Do you check that? Do we check if they add it or not? Yeah. No. 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 Do you check no. like the for names when you hire somebody? Oh, so we we do a we do a background check, but sometimes that doesn't show up as in a background check. If they've never been, never been popped for it, right. it doesn't show up. So we do a background check, and then we send them for their test. Sometimes it takes the testing lab two, three, four days to get back to us. Yeah. We put them to work like it's okay, no problem. Yeah. And then we get a phone call: Hey, this guy's got to go. We can't insure him. And I'm telling you, we've had guys that were great, and we were happy to have them after the first four days. And then we have to call them in and say, "Got to let you go." And it's not us; it's yeah. our hands are tied. That sucks. Hey, thanks a lot for the insight, man. Really appreciate that. We wouldn't have gotten that knowledge if not for your call. Thanks a lot. Enjoy you guys. Enjoy you.
Well, the, the, the conspiracy theory is they just started pushing forward these, the, the database and everything that goes along with it uh, sometime shortly after uh, the start of 2020. Yeah. So I, I find it interesting that as the economy is crumbling and things are getting harder you know, for a bunch of different reasons, they're implementing laws that make it harder for people to get jobs and harder for people to get hired and harder for the goods to get to the store. That's my conspiracy angle is that it's a bigger 